Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, Dirtfish friends, and welcome to Spin the Rally Pod. It was a busy weekend of rallying, wasn't it? We had the wonderful Eat for a Rally. What drama we saw there. And on top of that, we had round seven of the ARA presented by Dirtfish. It was the Ojibwe Rally. It's not the easiest one to pronounce that one, David, is it? <laughs> it's not, Paul. Clearly, it was a very busy weekend. You it are forgiven. Thank you it very much, indeed. Super busy weekend. It's great working with professionals. <laughs> you know, hey, Luke. We're talking about working with professionals. <laughs> it's lovely to have Luke Barry along with us again this morning. Luke, a very good morning to you. Good morning, and I still feel uncomfortable that you've said that. For me, this is it's quite strange to be on a podcast with you two. I've listened to many over the years where you've spent the entire hour arguing, so hopefully it's not so it's, raucous no, today. No, no, it's, no, no, no. We never argue, Luke. It's, 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 just, it's just heated debate and discussion. That's all it is, David. <laughs> Yes, I'd argue with that actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so would I. Uh, boys, let's let's move on to the rallying then. Um, so much to talk about from April. Where do we start, David? Where do we start? You know, do we start with Hyundai oh. and and the the obvious fractions still within that team in Hyundai? Do we start no, with M Sport? No. And they'll, they'll, you, do we start with the win? Where, where do we start? Let, you got to start. It, let's be positive, Colt. You know, yeah. it's easy to look to to Hyundai and say, "Oh, yeah, it's all." You know, there's still question marks over Monse's position. All of that. Forget that. You know, this is a team that, as you said, you know, countless times over the last few months, at the start of the season, these boys were nowhere. These boys and girls were absolutely nowhere, um, and they've done three wins now. You know, back to back wins in Finland and and Ipa, two of the most specialised rallies. In the in the world, certainly in the world championship, uh, and Oiktanak, you know, good lord, what a, a, a sort of purple patch he's enjoying right now. It, we have to just reflect on what a fantastic job because you know there is discord. We know that there is these issues with 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 who's going to lead the team, but also there's there's two hundred people below the team principal that are working their socks off, Absolutely. and let's not f- forget those people. Yeah. That are putting, you know, they're doing twenty four seven to improve the car and improve everything within the team. They need to to relax and just just for a moment, and and bask in the glory of a second win in a month. It was sensational. It was truly sensational, and you're quite right. You know, I asked that very question to to Monty, uh after after the win. I said, you know, if if after the debacle of Monte Carlo, and it was a complete debacle, it really was. Um, you know, if you'd said to me. This car, this team are going to win three rallies this year. I'd have laughed, and Monsi actually said, "Do you know what? I might have laughed as well." It has been the most remarkable transformation, but I think that's been not entirely driven, but in in a big part driven by Tanak guys, because th- there is there is a swagger to Tanak, there is a presence to Tanak that I haven't seen for two years since the since the since the almost domination. 
of the Toyota days. In, in the Toyota days, Tanak was untouchable and, and he just had to look at a driver to beat him. Didn't even have to get in his car, had to look at him. Gave him a certain look, walked down the, the service park in a certain way and everyone else was beaten. He had that aura about him. I, I can sense that returning with Tanak and it's, it, it's exciting. I'm getting excited just, just thinking about it and talking about it, David, because it's what we need. We need a strong Hyundai. We need a strong Tanak because otherwise, there's every chance that we'll get, you know, a Robin Pair domination for season after season after season. For me, there's real, real signs of hope there. There, there is, Colt. But you know, I would, I think there is an element that Tanex, he has dipped in the last two years. But also, he's been, he has been genuinely unlucky in the last two years. You know, he's he's not had the rub of the green at all. Uh, but I think, I think you're right. I think that he. Is it the motivation? Is it a determination? I don't know what it is, um, but you're right, you know. And I think some of this swagger, as you put it, comes from the fact that he knows what he's doing on the stages to deliver these performances. He knows that right now he is taking the big chances and he's getting away with them. And, you know, we've all we've all been in that position, haven't we? Where, you know, for me, you know, I've been on my bike and I've had a big moment. You get away with it and you think, wow, that's it. I'm away now. Well, was that cycling it's, down yeah. to get the newspaper in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, no. But it, it's true, though, Colt. You know, you, you come off a jump or something and you, you yeah. have a big old wobble and you think, yeah. oh, I've got away with that. And yeah. and it gives you that sort of sense of of, of an ability to, <laughs> to probably ride way above yourself. I suspect I, I, that's where he is now. You know, he's driving above and beyond himself and he's getting away with it. And, and it brings an aura of invincibility if you like he's not got yeah, no i think so sorry colin i was just gonna but, say he, he, no no go on look i was gonna, he, gonna ask you a question but go on well he's not really got anything to lose now i don't think has he because i think since about portugal we've all kind of known the direction the championship's going in it <laughs> cali's grabbed mm. hold of it. others have had their mistakes tanak he had a, a dreadful monty sweden and we can't forget in sweden he was right there until he had that frustrating hybrid problem that set him back croatia perhaps he let robin Perra in with that one but but since I think that Sardinia win, he's he's seen that the, the car can win. Yes, he's had to work probably a lot harder than he would like to, to get it done. But he's, all he can do now is, is gain wins and potentially put Robin Perry under some weight pressure in the championship. He seems, just he, as Colin said at the start, he, he's found that spark again. He's found that determination. He knows if everything falls together, he can do it. And and I think here, what was surprising is none of us expected a, a Tanak win in Finland, if we're honest. But Tanak does have form in Finland. Nobody could have expected mm. a Tanak win here. Everybody thought his teammate would do it. But even before Thierry's, Thierry's issues, Tanak was, was in the fight before he had transmission trouble. So there's nothing to say that he couldn't have actually pushed Thierry anyway, which in itself was remarkable. So yeah, great performance. I'm assuming, Colin, you'll give him a 10 out of 10 in driver ratings, will you? Or do we not go there? No, no, I'm not going to. No, 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 no. We can, we can happily go there. We can happily go there. No, this, 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 was, this was not... You know, Finland was a once-in-a-decade performance, in my, in my opinion. You know, it was just the most remarkable performance. This one was a good performance. But, you know, we, we, we can't forget that, obviously, that Neuville crashed out, that uh, Robin Perra crashed out. So, no, it's not, it's not, it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't the best performance. It wasn't an absolute, you know, maximum score performance from Tanak, but it was a battling, battling performance. It was a brave well performance as well. But, but here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. You know, we, we talk about Tanak rediscovering his swagger. Oh, 
have we talked enough about the positive? Can I talk about the negative now, David, or not? Are you going <laughs> to shout at me for talking about the negative? Well, I, I think as well, before we I'm go not, on I'm to the negative... I'm not going to talk about Tanak's negative. I'm going to no, 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 just just as well that, you know, the, the, actually that this Hyundai must have taken a step. Okay, we knew Ooh. we expected Thierry to be there or thereabouts, but he was. You know, there was... And yeah. the Toyotas struggled. Okay, yeah. you know, would Robin Pera have, have pushed for the win? Would he have been right up there? I don't know. You know, he's short on experience in Ipa, but and and I think this is still a thing that that the the Toyota team was struggling with is experience in 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 Ipa. But equally, yeah. you could say that Tanak's never done Ipa as well. But yeah. for me, that it was a good, it was a really good performance from all of the Hyundai's. You know, Oliver Solberg in fourth, Imagine. the way he bounced back from. You know, sort of the end of the world, wasn't it, two weeks ago in Finland? Uh, and to come back and do what he did, there is a lot of reasons to be cheerful. And I just don't, you know, I think, yes, we will move on to the issues that Hyundai face. Um, but but they should be facing them with a smile on their faces this morning. I agree with that entirely. I agree with that entirely. You know, they should be. They should be. And, and I think what the weekend showed, and again, it was a question I asked Monsi. Uh, I might have asked Tana. I can't remember who I asked it of, but it was... You know, how much potential has this car got? What, what Monsi said was the, the issue... That was Tanak. Was it Tanak? Sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, it was and Tanak. It, yeah. right. You know, the, the fact that they're still not 100% happy with the car, the fact they still mm. say there's an awful lot of work to do with the car, the potential is there to be unlocked. And Monsi's position is, look, you know, we, we had to get this car showing some degree of reliability first. And they they appear to have done that, don't they? You know, that's, what, mm -hmm. two, three rallies in a row now where they've not had any rally-stopping technical issues. They've had a few little niggling issues, but no rally-stopping technical issues. Um, you know, how much potential has that car got? And, and, and Tanak, I think, said it's got championship-winning potential. It, it, I mean, that, that in itself has to be massively positive. Absolutely, it does. But equally, it can be enormously detrimental, can't it? You know, if you, if you can see that potential, but you can't unlock it, um, you know, that can, that can send you... Drive you to madness, right. that could go, couldn't it? So it could, it could drive it, you to complete madness, right? Here, I'm moving on because I, I move think on. I've got something time for the negativity. No, the, it's not negativity. It's not negativity. But Let's get negative. No, 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 no. <laughs> Would I ever? Would I ever, boys? Um, but for me, there is a power struggle between four or five people within that team, and there is one man who is asserting his power and I think is getting his way more perhaps than he's ever got within the team now, and that is like Tanak. I think the Tanak-Nouville dynamic... Look, what did you make of it at the weekend? You know, there were some fairly barbed comments between the two of them, and Nouville ultimately dismissed them, you know, saying, oh, well, I kind of misunderstood what he was saying. But it was quite un... un you know, teammate-like, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was... To, to be honest, actually, speaking... Purely from somebody that runs a website and likes enjoys website numbers, it was fantastic, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah, it was, it, it was quite a bit. Niggle's of, always good, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> a bit of needle, but we we haven't seen yeah. that anywhere for a while, to be honest. In, obviously, we've had in the last couple of years Toyota drivers fighting, but between Seb and Elvin, it was always respect. There was never any yeah. animosity, yeah. never any beef. But but here it was interesting, and it was to be honest, I, I still I'm not quite sure what Thierry was was doing because. I mean, was it an attempt to psych him out? Possibly. I mean, but, like, I don't know. It, it seemed a little bit early in the weekend to be playing those games. To be, it, yes, he, he had that sort of explanation that it was a heated moment. He saw the stage time and was surprised it was that quick. 
maybe it's not that big an issue. But is is common or something about having three cylinders on his engine wasn't it was quite extreme. He didn't back down yeah. when he got back to you guys in the video zone. So it was um it was interesting. How that plays right. out from what, here, what, who knows? What, what, what was Tanak's response to any of this? Did... Tanak dismissed it. Tanak, but Tanak's in a position where he can dismiss it now. He, he came back with a similar comment, didn't he? Um, uh, but then dismissed it. I went, I don't care. He can say what he likes. I, I, I don't know what he was thinking was what Tanak said. You know, I, I can't tell you what he was thinking about. But for me, it's indicative of, of a real power struggle within that team between Tanak, Nouvelle, and I would say Monsi, and you could probably throw another two very big characters into that as well but for me we look at those three you know and there's a, there's, there's a there's a battle for design philosophy going on there you know drivers want cars developed to suit their, their their driving technique and their driving style and it's clear that Nouvelle has always had his way within that team and he gets a car that he can deal with and I've mentioned it a million times this thing with the handbrake Nouvelle uses the handbrake in well in the old car in fifth gear unheard of you know, would use the handbrake almost 10 times as many times as Tanak would within a stage. Unheard mm. of, unheard of. There's a, there's Pe Peter Solberg does the same. Well, Solberg does the same. Okay, fair mm. enough. But there's a power struggle going on there. And I get the feeling, I get the feeling that Tanak is beginning to get his way. I think he's had to fight. I think he's gone into a team which is dominated by French Belgians, you know, and is, is, is run by... Nouvelle, more or less. Nouvelle's been the man that's been there from the very start. And he's had to fight to have his say in terms of the direction of the setup and the design of that car. I get the feeling that there's been a real step change there with Finland and now with Ypres. And that, this is part of the reason we're seeing this, 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 this again, this swagger from Tanak is that it's beginning to turn in his favour. And you know what? That's not a great thing. You know, It's, it's a great thing for Tanak. But it's not a great thing if that that split, that that power struggle does exist within that team. That is not healthy. It's really not healthy. I, <clears throat> yeah. What do you think, David? <laughs> I, I I would say that there is that there is a power struggle, but I think perhaps you've got the players wrong. Uh, I, I I don't see Julian Monse having any part in that power struggle. Well, I said um, there were two others. I didn't want to name them, but there's definitely there's definitely <laughs> one. There are two two others definitely involved. But, you know, I think Monse has been very clear. He wants the job, but, you know, he wants somebody in the job. Uh, and we need somebody in the job. They need somebody in the job. They need they need a go-to leader. Uh, and from what we hear, Julian Monse is not that. You know, those shoes that Andrea Adamo left are very, very big, aren't they? You know, as a motivator of, of people and, and t a team, you know, he, he could always come up with the right words and what have you. Um He's he's a hard act to follow, but I don't really see. <clears throat> excuse me, from what I'm hearing, uh, I don't see Monse as as the go to choice for anybody in the team. Really, you know, he's a great guy, he's a lovely fella, uh, but like Tanak said, you know, and Tanak and and Neville would know far far better than me that, and other than any of us really that that he knows the engine, he knows all of that side of things. So leave him. Let's just get on with that. Let let him just get on with that. I think there is there's. There is a split in the team from from what we hear, and it's it's odd. Sometimes Neville and Tanak seem very close together, um, and then they seem poles apart. Mm. Uh, you know, in in Estonia, it was a very different set of messaging that you know the team was absolutely divided, and suddenly uh, uh, Thierry had sort of taken his half of the team. Like you say, the sort of French Belgians are, are way over there. 
uh, and Tanek was was building his his own kind of army on the other side of the team. It's it's a very very difficult position, one that could be absolutely nailed with the right person at the top of the tree. 100%. 100%. Um, and and you know what they need is is strength in leadership. Uh, and right now, the longer they leave this, these splinter groups will continue, uh, and it won't just be within the drivers and co-drivers. You know, the engineers and technicians will have their own favourites, and there'll yeah. be discord within that. You know. Bob and John will be arguing every morning about, well, this guy said this and this guy said that. You don't need it. You know, it distracts you from what you're trying to do uh, and what you're trying to achieve as a team. So for me, it's it's ridiculous. You know, they've got a car that can win. It's won. Uh, they, they need to get on with it. They need somebody in Korea, in Seoul, in Alzano, wherever, needs to make a decision and make a decision now and be very firm with it. And anybody that's got any issues with that, then, you know, they're left in no uncertain terms that the the new leader is there to do just that, to lead. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's keep our fingers crossed because it has been a, a very long time since Monte Carlo and we, we expected imminently a yeah. decision after Monte Carlo. <laughs> and that was eight, eight and a bit months ago. So, um, so, so that, that, uh, no, hang on a sec. That, just before we move on. So, okay. come on, Luke and Colin. Yeah. You are in that position of power. You are the ones with the authority now to say you're going to pick up the phone and say, right, it's your job. Get on with it now. Luke first. Who do you go to? I see what you've done here, David, in that you've tapped <laughs> asked the question. <laughs> very good, very good. To be honest, right, well, you've, you've caught me enough on off guard that I don't. And this this might be a complete cop out. And to be fair, I guess it's in some ways it's anything can be done with with the right amount of money. But I don't genuinely don't know how many people are around and would be available and want the job. I guess you've got some left field options, but what? I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't know enough characters in the service park, embarrassingly, to be honest. But do we do we need to look after look look after look outside the service park? You know, there's yes. there's talk of of certain figures in in Formula One. You know, I don't know. You know, the the one there's right. Okay, so Cole, do you have a name to go to? Luke's dodged well, the question I do, completely. But it's way too controversial to mention it. I've oh, go names. on. I've Come got on. Two names. Bring him. Is it Bring David him. Evans? No, it's not it's I'm not, not going to mention the second one because it'll just get me into an awful lot of trouble. Um, I, I've got three names. <clears throat> Come on, then. But I'm not going to give you one of them. Um, well, give us two of them, then. Can you give us the third one off air? We'll hear oh, it. I've got No, I've got four now. Uh, listen, what the most important thing is that they find someone that the drivers respect. I've got you know, two. Because, because right now, right now, and, and look, you said you're not sure many people would want the job. Well, a whole load more people will want the job now than would have wanted it after Monte Carlo. Yeah, that's true. That you is know, true. You know, it, it, it is a I, ship that, that was sinking. They've plugged the holes, and now it's up to someone to come along and fit a couple of huge propellers to the back and just send that ship steaming and, on its way. But to continue um, that analogy, they've got to do it quickly because some of the people inside the ship are making more holes. Making more <clears> holes. <throat> yes, yeah. yes. So I've got three oh, names. Three names. On. Three names. Oh, Ready? <clears throat> go on. Because you might save me from... I'd like, I would like, much as Malcolm Wilson will go ballistic at this, oh, I, yeah. I think it would be this a good chance to, to see Rich Milner. Rich oh. Milner, get, put him in the place and just see, you know, Rich has, has been around the sport a long time. Sorry, Malcolm. You are one of our closest friends. <clears throat> but also, you're also a man who doesn't like to stand in the way of of progress. Rich will obviously progress brilliantly with M-Sport, but it would be nice to see him look to progress uh, with, a, with a different team. That's number one. Number two, Petter Solberg. Always lifelong fan of Petter. Just brilliant. Uh, there would be a little bit of madness, um, and but also, 
he you know he is somebody who can pick a team up and lead you know we saw it with okay world rallycross is a different game petter's a people person um and i think it would be complicated with oliver of course it would but you know there it'll be interesting (laughs) it would be interesting third one and this is perhaps my slightly left field one paul hembury uh somebody who who knows understands the motorsport business right at the very top has rallying absolutely next to his heart uh and develop Pirelli into a, an absolute world leading brand in motorsport you know whether you agree or not with control tires uh Hembers is somebody who can do an, an incredible job and for me he'd be the one of the people I would be talking to yeah that's that's not a bad joke as you mentioned it I I my, my eyebrows went up and I thought what is he talking about but within two or three <laughs> seconds I thought that's actually an inspired shout it's an inspired shout David Evans a really inspired shout it's it's not mine. I've got to say, a couple of oh. people have mentioned Hembers to me, but I yeah. I absolutely agree. And I, it's you know, inspired because it needs it needs someone that that, that comes with with no service park baggage, particularly. Yep. And, you know, Hembers been away from rallying for long enough, and he's 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 got all that wonderful experience, as you say, from F one that he can yep. bring to the service park. It's absolutely, I almost swore there, but it's it's, it's <laughs> really really inspired. Um, David, my 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 three were were more or less the same as yours, apart from Hembry. I wasn't going to mention Milner for fear of upsetting our, our friend in the service, Mark Malcolm. Um, but yeah, I think Richard Milner is 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 a man very capable of shaking things up in that team and sorting things out. And he's a man that both Neuville and Tanak know very well. You know, they yeah. both worked with Richard in the past uh, and they've worked mm. well with him. So so that, that really is important. So yeah, that would be one of my choices. Solberg clearly would be my choice, but... It would be so unpredictable. It would be that you know, the, as you say, there'd be a little bit of madness. There would be a lot of madness. Would that would, would almost equal measures? Would that work with Oliver in the team though? That's what I've always wanted. To I, I, I don't like, know. I, I guess. could do it. It could, you know. Sorry, Luke. Shut up. Sorry. That no, was no, tell, no. I was telling myself to shut up. No, no, because no, 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 I, I wanted your response there. I was asking a question rather than giving an opinion. <laughs> so. mm. Yeah, I, 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 I think I, it would be a struggle. I think it would be a struggle. They're, they're, they're so passionately and rightly so, um, yeah. you're involved in Oliver's career. I think they would have to. They would have to find some way of mm. distancing distancing themselves professionally from their son. You know, obviously that that relationship is is always going to be there and all the rest. But professionally, they would have to both both let's face it, both Peter and Pernilla would mm-hmm. have to distance themselves professionally from Oliver if Peter was to take that position up. So I don't think it would be easy at all, at all, with the no. Oliver situation. But I don't uh, think it would. But I think there are bigger there are bigger issues to deal with right now within that team. Right. Um, and and maybe you know you could Peter could set Oliver to one side and have in the way almost that we see with Toyota. You know the, the challenge exactly. program exactly, yeah. uh, and yeah. get and get. They have Mikko Hervin and Yuho Hananen looking after Takasan. Yeah. Maybe you do that. Uh, yeah, it's great. everything. Everything's possible. Yeah, there we go. Uh, my my third one was 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 a glorious you know return of of our friend Andrea Damo. I don't think yeah, you can that, write that off. I don't think he, you can write that off. Uh, you you know, can't. Sorry, Andrea. That's uh, that. There, I was there, there, taking there that. There were reasons granted. behind him leaving, and, and I'm not entirely convinced we've heard the full story yet. But there were very very sound reasons for Andrea leaving that team, and and uh, you know, and there's a situation now where perhaps his style, his capabilities, his experience, and his character is needed. Is needed to sort that team out. There will there'll be others who who will argue that. You know, maybe it was his style and his personality and his character that that allowed these factions to develop within the team. I don't know. 
I don't know. But you but can't argue with two titles in three years. You absolutely cannot. You absolutely cannot. But equally, David, can you argue against Monse with three wins in a dog of a car, supposedly at the start of the year? You know, it's a difficult one. It's a difficult one. You know, it's a really, really difficult one. Uh, but shall we move on? Yeah, yes. let's do it. Where do you want to go, boys? Do you want to go to Toyota or do you want to go to M Sports? Or do you want to go to Ypres Rally itself? Because all, or do you want to go all the way across the pond to Ojibwe? Where do you want to go? Let's let's do Toyota briefly, M Sport briefly, a bit of Ypres fever, and then Ojibwe. I think we should have started with Ojibwe. I think yeah, we should have. We should have because we well, well, we'll talk about it when we get there. But my mate Steve Harrell, co-driver. Oh my goodness me, what an adventurous weekend he had in Ojibwe. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that shortly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let, let's go to Toyota. Uh, you know what? Yari Mati Latvala, very pragmatic. Once again, the same after Finland. You know, yeah, you know, are we disappointed? Well, not really. We have to look at the bigger picture. We've increased our lead in the Manufacturers' Championship. You know, Toyota sand the head of the Toyota Motor Corporation, uh, whatever the official title is for it. You know, he was there with a huge smile on his face with this really interesting hydrogen powered. Yaris, uh, and I'm sure they'd have liked to have given him a win, but but you know, as you say, David, maybe lacking a bit of inside knowledge of that event, a bit of experience of that event, and you know, there there, there were some big positives there. Takasan stuck at it and and got mm. a really good finish. You know, you got to say Esapeka Lappi was 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 just. I thought he was great all weekend. Didn't get didn't do anything spectacular. You know, wasn't particularly quick, but certainly didn't make any mistakes, and lots of other people made mistakes. Um, and Robin Perra just proved he was human. So, you know, well, it was just, just just one of those weekends. They'll move on and probably dominate when we get to Greece. The, 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 I guess the only disappointment was that, you know, there was, it was another really tight fight, wasn't it? And Elvin could have, could Elvin have engaged more? I, d- I don't know. He said, Listen, you know, it's, no, it's, no, no, no. it's a different it, one, David. It's a different it's, one. It, it is difficult because, you know, even wow. if it's just a 10 second gap, to actually make that time up in a place like Ypres where everybody is hitting the brakes at the same place, everybody's back on the gas at the same place. Yeah. You know, it's it's straights and it's junctions and it's square corners. There's not, the for me, there's not enough sort of medium speed corners where you can genuinely yeah. take a risk and, and, and try and push it. And, and, you know, when you did, we saw everybody try and do that. It didn't be Robin Pereira, Formo, uh, Breen, they were all there, but uh, yeah, I guess, and also there was pressure for El- Elvin to to bring the car home and and score championship points for for Toyota. So, it, yeah, it was it was a um, it was one that just sort of Saturday afternoon when Neville had his thing. I kind of thought this is it. Elvin's gonna he's gonna do this now, uh, and I just felt a bizarre confidence that Elvin would move past Doit. Um, but what what Elvin does, David? What he does is he, he he doesn't really change his plan. He doesn't react. And Elvin's pace at the weekend was clearly enough to win the rally. You know, you mm. take out the puncture, you take out the penalty, and he won by a reasonably handsome margin. Yeah. You know. So and and he's 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 an intelligent driver who understands. He understands the jeopardy. Yes. There it is. My favorite word. <laughs> he understands it. He understands the jeopardy, and he understands you know, exactly what he can do and how far he can push it. It's a rare, rare skill to have. Evans knows the limits. And he knows that his limit right now isn't where he wants it to be. You know, he, he needs to up that. And it's not it's not a percent. It's not half a percent. It's a tenth of a percent that he needs to find extra with his limits. But he won't do anything silly. And, and what he did at the weekend was enough to win the rally. 
So yeah. I, I, I thought it was his. I, I thought it was. He's, he's, he's been really struggling this year. At times, he's been treading water in terms of his progress with the car. I thought it was a step forward. I genuinely saw real signs of encouragement for Evans with his, his pace and his performance in Ypres. Because remember, he was beaten by Robin Perra there last year. We all expected mm. maybe Evans to, 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 to shine last year. He was beaten last year. He came and he was neat. He was tidy. Couldn't help the two issues he had. Um, and, and, and I thought I thought it was encouraging. I thought it was what do you think, Luke? Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I generally hate the, the concept of luck because I think it's too easily used as an excuse for things not going correctly for somebody. But Evans at this point, I think he is driving like a rally winner. Like from a pure driving perspective at the weekend, you could have won that rally. And that, that I don't want people to interpret that as me trying to have a dig at other circumstances because I think it's a very dangerous game to change one variable and assume the rest of them stay the same. But Evans was quick enough. Mm-hmm. He was good enough. And he, he seemed probably most importantly happy enough with his car to win the rally. He just happened to not do it. I guess the issue now is, is he going to start to get frustrated at the fact he's doing it all and not winning? I don't think so. I, I think the fact he's he's shown to others, and most importantly himself, that he can fight. He just has to trust that it will come for him. I guess the, the unfortunate thing in a way is he's moved up a position on the road now for Greece. He probably wants to still be fourth. He's now up to third, yeah. um, which is it probably won't make a huge difference, but it's, it is something against yeah. him. It gives Neuville more cards in his, his pocket for, for Greece anyway, but yeah, I, th- I think Elvin probably is one of, if not his best performance of the season, to be fair. It's just, he's, he's agonising, isn't he? He's right there, but he's just not quite getting to first. And the encouraging thing, I think, from Evans's point of view, is that the, the thing we haven't heard from him all season was, that's as, go- as good as I can give. You know, that's as quick as I can go. I can't go any quicker in this car. He's never said that. You know, which, which you know, we hear that a lot from drivers, don't we? You know, they look at yeah. the times and go, well, you know, we hear it a lot from Lappy, we hear it from Breen, we hear it from various drivers. I can't go any quicker. He's never said that because he knows, he knows that there's still a little bit more to come. And that that's really encouraging. I honestly believe that Evans now, for the last three rallies, maybe even four rallies, has realized that he can use this year to build towards a challenge next year. And that yes. is what he's doing. He's keeping the car on the road. He's taking his time. He's doing what he has to do for the team. And he is building his confidence. He's building that limit. He's finding that little tenth of a percent he needs to challenge the, the freak that is Robin Perra. And he's building towards a challenge again next year. I genuinely believe that's what he's doing. And, 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 you know, and I don't think we should, um, we should you know, expect anything dramatic to change in that regard from him. No, I think that's, that's very fair, Colm. And, and equally, you know, when you lose your, your championship leading driver in, in Kelly Rovenpera so early, I'm sure that the team would perhaps on Friday lunchtime have just settled things down a little bit, you know, that they do want to nail this manufacturer's championship. Uh and, and that's perhaps reflected in, in the in what we saw from from Pekalapi as well, which was absolutely one of his best drives for me. Not in terms of pace, but just in terms of consistency of getting the job done. Um, he was great. Absolutely great. And Take, you know, that was a big old shunt he had last year. Um, and, and to go back to, to somewhere like that, you know, when he's, by his own admission, he was struggling a bit with, with driving the car on tarmac. Great job. You know, they ultimately, they, they didn't get the result they wanted with, with the big boss there. Um, but, but still, it's, he was there for, as you say, Carl, a very different reason uh, and a very engaging reason. But it, it, for me, it was still a very, very good job. 
I, I think, I think. by the way, and we'll, we'll be putting out, um, I'm sure, uh, an article, but certainly a video later on in the week about that hydrogen project. Uh, for me, it's, it's, it's really, really interesting. Uh, you know, uh, there's clearly a debate within the, the well, the debate all around the world with, with governments, mm. but maybe more pertinently with the manufacturers themselves talking about this. Um, you know, what, what, is, what is the move forward? Is it, is it hybrid? Is it full electric? Is it hydrogen? Is it something else? Um, is this a kind of marker in the ground from Toyota? You know, if it was just Yari Mati Latvala saying, oh, we kind of like this idea, or if it was Tom Fowler saying, we kind of like this idea of hydrogen, you would go, yeah, okay, that, that's interesting. But when Toyota-san himself comes out and says, mm. this could be the future, we need people to enjoy their driving. And, and a massive part of that is a combustion engine. You know, yep. and so we need to work out a way of keeping the combustion engine, and this potentially is it. When Toyota-san may be, arguably, the most influential person in the motoring industry comes out and says that, you have to listen. There is no question I, you have to listen. I, and I would say it is beyond question. He is the most yeah. uh, influential person in, in the auto industry, 100%, Cole. You know, the guy it moves and shapes, and, and he does it in such a way, doesn't he, that, you know, the whole GR thing, you would have to say, <laughs> that whole GR project is, is really down to him. And inspired, you know, his, inspired, uh, David. His you know? his absolute love of driving yeah. and his yeah. understanding as as a driver himself. Let's not forget Akio Toyota took a, a four wheel drive GT86 on a world tour and took it to Dirtfish. You know, stopped <laughs> off in he went went to the wedding bell stage in Australia, yeah. and then came up to Dirtfish to drive his car. You know, he he knew how good the roads were in in North America, and especially in in our area of, of Snoqualmie and he came and drove there. And you know, that is the kind of, the kind of guy that he is. He just loves driving and he wants, absolutely wants everybody in the world to appreciate it and make the right decisions. Quite right too, quite right too. It's an interesting, interesting project. And as I say, an interesting video to come later on in the week from, uh, from Dirtfish. Could uh, you just uh, explain the, uh, while we're on hydrogen, Cole, could you explain the fuel cell to us? <laughs> Sorry, you were breaking up there, David. <laughs> but here's the thing, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, listen, I, 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 I befriended a very, very, they're all, all the guys are, who are involved in this project are really enthusiastic, but a particularly enthusiastic engineer. Um, and, and I got him to try and explain it to me, but he, you're Tom Fowler. Engineers are geeks by nature, right? <laughs> And, but Tom Fowler is a bit of a... In the nicest geek. sense of the term. Nicest, <laughs> nicest possible sense. Tom Fowler is an unusual geek in that he's a geek who can talk mm. in a way that, you know, numpties like me can understand. Unfortunately, this engineer I was talking to assumed that I had a lot more knowledge <laughs> and, and <laughs> mental capacity than I actually have. But what I understood was there was very little difference between the, the actual... Yaris GR that we see on the road and this hydrogen-powered Yaris. You know, the injectors are different. You're injecting gas rather than fuel. You know, than fuel. Yeah, that was a bit different. Clearly, they, in, in the back, they had this massive gas tank. Mm. Um, you know, but other than that, there was very little difference. And what Juha Kankan said was actually um, the gas generates more power in the combustion process. Uh, which the engineer wouldn't tell me, he said, it's a secret. Can't tell you that, it's a secret. But Tankin said, <laughs> said it's a lot more powerful. So, yeah, David, did, did that answer your question? <laughs> it did, completely. So, on to M-Sport. <laughs> oh, dear, yes. <laughs> M-Sport. What can we say? Oh. I'm going to start by, by asking you, David, your thoughts on, on M-Sport. Now, let's, let's go to Luke first. 
I think I just get, leave I get that go on. Yeah, the, yeah. A, a beautiful tactical move there, David. I respect it. Thrown firmly under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> you know, it's, it is, honestly, it's... I mean, I was thinking about this last night when I, I was writing something for Dirtfitch.com and I actually don't know if the team has ever had a more difficult rally than this. I certainly can't think of one. Like, there mm. was basically no real positives. And the big shame, actually, was Adrian Fomo looked like he would be that positive until it all went wrong on the, on the final morning. But I don't even know what needs to happen anymore. It, it's such a, a just a difficult situation. And it's really sad to think how, how quickly it sort of spirals when you when you look at the joy of, of Monte Carlo and how, how great everything looked. It's just... Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think it was... Was it Greensmith that said mm. that the whole team kind of needs just a couple of days just to, to go home and, and reset? Yeah. And that honestly might be the tactic. Just try and switch off from rallying for a couple of days. Come back with some kind of fresh energy because... As I say, I, I guess the, the positive is that Loeb's back in the car for Greece. That's about, about, about the one mm. silver line I could find. But it's it's desperately sad, I think. And Rich said this a lot over the weekend. It's desperately sad for, for all the guys and girls working on the cars in the team because they are putting an absolute shift in to keep that team running. And we all know the difficulties mm. they face compared to Toyota Hyundai on a budget standpoint. And that, that affects everything. It's not just... The drivers they can sign, it's how much they can develop the car, it's it's how much resource they can spend on X and Y, and it it all adds up, and it's just they they really need a pick me up. But at the minute, I'm I'm struggling to see where it might come from. Well, I, David, I'll just I'll very very briefly, I'll just say that that you know yeah, the whole team might need a a bit of a reset. Um, you know, some people are going to need a little bit of time just to just to you know, just to try and get their blood pressure down a little bit. But for me, you know, it's the most important people, there are two drivers there who need to seriously take a look at what's going on, you know. And, and if those two drivers can get their acts together, then the whole atmosphere will change in that team. That car, you know, a car which we're told, and before Finland and at every turn we're told, is just the most fantastic chassis, the mm -hmm. most incredibly capable car, you know, that Loeb seems to be able to get into and win stages. You, you know, I've heard excuses. I heard excuses at the airport last night. I've heard excuses from, not from the drivers, I hasten to add, from other people. Um, you know, there are excuses being banded around. Uh, for me, it is a, a relatively simple fix, uh, but it's a difficult fix. You've got two drivers who, both of whom we respect and we like enormously. But if we're being honest, both of whom are underperforming. Mm. Underperforming. They're being given the tools to do a job. And they are not doing it. For me, yep. it's, it's, it's not a complete reset at the team. It is not a complete walk away and calm down for two days. It is two drivers who need to take a long, hard look at themselves. And do what, Cole? You know, what, but what does that, you know, what does that mean? I don't you know, know there's, David. There's, there's no doubt Craig Breen has been looking long and hard at himself. Um, and, and we saw more of the same in, in Belgium. You know, we've defended, defended Craig through. Estonia, Finland, Belgium. This was just, it just wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. There's something not right there with Craig. There's something not clicking. There's something not right. And he needs I, to go. Only he can tell us that. It's not It's not up to me. It's not, and then whether it's even up to Markham to tell him that. But, but also, I do think sometimes when you're in these troughs, you can overthink it and overthink yeah, it and yeah. overthink it and overthink it. And actually, yeah. just. It just perpetuates. Yeah. Totally. 100%. Yeah. And all, what yeah. you need to do is just get in the car, forget it, and crack on. But, you know, Rich told him to do that in, in Finland. Um, and he tried and it went wrong there. I don't know. I don't. I, but what I do know is that 
there's just like at High Undy, there's a big bunch of people in in Dovenby Hall in Cockermouth that deserve a whole lot more than what they're getting right now. You know, I'll these give you are an the example boys. of that, David. I'll give you an example of that. You know, Cockermouth to Ypres is probably eleven or twelve hour drive if you're taking the uh, at least twelve hours if you're taking at the least you from know, the south coast of every Britain. Every other to... team, I'm pretty sure, maybe not not High Undy because they may have been driving; they're not that far away, but certainly. Most of the other teams, even down to the, the WRC2 teams, will be flying the mechanics home. They were in minibuses going back mm. up the road yesterday. These boys and girls, having put in the most remarkable, as you say, Luke, shift over the course of the week, it was a long, hard week for them. They got into a minibus, cramped little minibus, to go home, mm. you know, for 12 hours. And, and, and the reason for that, Col, is because it's so much cheaper than planes. You know, what people don't exactly. get into their heads here is there is no money. You know, every yeah. single penny counts. Yeah. Every penny yeah. matters. You know, you're seeing the team walking around in, in team kit that's a little bit older, that sometimes even yeah. got tank tape over some of the old uh, old sponsors. It's yeah. it's that marginal for this team. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, when, when Breen takes a corner off, th those corners are costing thousands, thousands. Yeah. And this is what people simply, for me, they don't get. You know, I don't engage in social media, as you know, but you know, I, I get snippets of it and just people have no clue of what Richard Milner, what Malcolm Wilson, what they're trying to do with this team. And they have built, Chris Williams has built the most sensational car, an incredible chassis. And, you know, to hear Craig talking about the engines a little bit down on power, again, that's something that gets into your head. Yeah, maybe it is. But as everybody said, you're talking, a couple, as George said last week, you're talking, you know, a handful of horsepower. You know, not we're yeah. not talking big numbers yeah. here not by any stretch and but the minute a driver gets it into their head that ah it's it's something about the it's the it's the sorry as some, somebody at the door the dog's about to savage them <laughs> so it's not quite as savage as it sounds it's a very nice dog um but, you know as soon as that gets into the head then you know you're on your back foot um and and for me there's yeah. an element that this is what where craig's at is that he he feels the car is down on power therefore He's trying to, to compensate for that. You know, you don't need to rely on the car's capability through the corners. You know, this, this is a good chassis. It's a great chassis. And I, listening to you, Luke, there, you know, that was really quite emotional because you're exactly right. You know, it's been such a long time since we've seen a team struggle so much through a weekend, a team that totally doesn't deserve to be struggling in, in the way that they are. And, you are lost for words because, you know, you, you see the, the, the team are down. You know, they're kicked. They're kicked again. And then suddenly, right at the last minute, when, when Formo is told, in no uncertain terms, you drive this car sensibly, enjoy your Sunday drive, bring it home, no pressure from behind from Tacker, forget Oliver Solberg, doesn't matter. Let's have fifth, happy days. And he puts it off. Sorry, you know, that is just unforgivable absolutely unforgivable i mentioned in my uh in my piece about craig about you know francois duval was an extraordinary talent just Oof. brilliant talent but simply couldn't be managed you know the biggest mistake he ever made was that year that he left m sport and went to citroen because he thought he could take sebastian lobon in the same machinery yeah. just I mean, he, he, <clears throat> he didn't just leave m sport david he, he turned down the longest contract that yeah. Malcolm had ever offered a, anyone something like a four-year contract or something yeah you know yeah. and and fine you have to back yourself and you know there's no point coming into this sport at an, at an elite level and believing that you're always going to be second best to somebody but 
Duval was was just outrageously <laughs> stupid. I'm afraid. You know, yeah. so many turns he made the wrong call, um, and and when he made that mistake that I referenced in my piece in in Cyprus, it was oh. it was the end of the road for him. Um, and I do wonder, you know, with with Formo, oh man, you know, the mistake that he made in in Croatia, in Monte, you know, in Monte Carlo was was silly. You know, to think that he was coming to Monte, this was his rally. He was going to try and show people, mate, you're in your learning year. You know, and you ain't going to do much learning when you're on your roof um, at all. And, and you know, the pressure, the financial pressure, everything that he's done to M Sport once again at the weekend. You know, those team, that team could have driven up that road with a top five result. And he denied them of that. Um, and it's it, he will have his own demons this week. Uh, no doubt he's got to deal with them. And, you know, I would not like to be in the room with 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 Richard and, and Malcolm and, and him. Um, but, you know, they've tried a lot, haven't they, with, with, with Adrian already. You know, they had him in the factory rebuilding the car after, was it Croatia or Monte? I can't remember. I don't know how they, how they turn him around, you know. And this is the trouble, is that they're, they're faced with all of these complicated kind of enigmas, if you like, that how do you sort Breen out? How do you sort Formo out I don't know. And then, you know, we've got this incredible near 50-year-old Frenchman who'll jump back in the car in, in, in Acropolis and, and show Chris Williams just how good his car is again. You know, and, and that, that, that's going to happen. We know that's going to happen. And, 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 that, and it goes that, back to what we said at the start of this, Cole, that, you know, when you see that potential in the car yeah. and you can't unlock it, then that could drive you mad. So um, does that then, David, does that then maybe... Maybe does that put a little bit more store in the argument that they need a driver change? I, I would say, I would, I would say yes, it does, Cole. I would say right now, Craig is feeling the pressure of being a number one driver. I don't think, I think if he could, if they could find a driver, if they could bring a driver in above Craig to to just kind of be in the team and to relieve some of that pressure from him, yeah. um, I think it would help. I agree with you. I don't think I don't, I don't, they should be I, um, replacing. I agree with you. No, 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 I don't. I'm not saying replace him. I'm just saying bring somebody yeah. in. Bring someone else in. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think retrospectively, everybody coming off his season last year, everyone thought Craig was, was at a level where he could lead a team. But if we're honest, and, and I'm not suggesting he hasn't made mistakes this year because he has, but there is, a, as you say, when he's got two drivers that are very clearly still learning their crap, there is so much pressure on him to deliver a result. And is he mm. at the level where he's capable of doing that every single weekend? Possibly not yet. And we probably shouldn't have expected it from him either if we if we considered everything. So yeah, it's difficult. Right. I think if, if Ensport can find a way to, to get somebody else in, because this is the thing, it's a budget thing again, isn't it? Like, we all know that... Yeah, yeah we won't go too deep into it. We're getting deep into the podcast. But <laughs> I, I think if they can find a way to have somebody else to support Breen, I agree with both. I think that would work. Yeah. You know, the, the, these young guys, the, 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 the younger drivers in the team are, are doing their first full season or whatever. They're turning to, the, to, to their team leader and say, well, you know, what do you think? You know, you, you've done all of these full seasons. You know, you've got so much experience. And Brini's turning around saying, well, actually, mate, this is my first season as well. Yeah. You know, my first, really my first, sorry, my first full season. It, yeah. it is. It is difficult. You know, when, um, when, when you look to, when you look to, you know, Tanak's formative years, when you look to... Elvin Evans's formative years. They, they were number two to world champions. Yeah. They learned you know, from them. And, and they learned from them. Yeah. And the same with Robin Perra. Absolutely the same with Robin Perra. Um, 
you know, there's a definite, definite uh, area there that could could potentially be looked at. You said earlier on, what do they do? What does Breen do? You know, maybe that's the area they've got to look at. Maybe he needs support um, with the driving responsibilities. I don't know. Uh, guys, you're quite right. That there's an awful lot. We could talk about this forever, but you were mm. coming towards the end of our time and we haven't <laughs> even touched on round seven of the ARA, supported by Dirtfish, the Ojibwe Rally. Presented by Dirtfish. Oh, it's I'm another supported. one of those title things. <laughs> Just... Sorry. Sorry, Get <clears throat> Luke gives it... I'm going to, once again... In fairness, I won't. For me, Ojibwe, I was going to chuck you under the bus and say, give us a quick rundown of, of exactly <laughs> what happened uh, in, in, in Ojibwe. But, it, I mean, you know, it was... We are staring at one of the most in, exciting and, and genuinely engaging battles for the, America, for the premier American yeah. championship in absolutely years. Uh, and it, that is fair to say Ojibwe was probably going to be Travis Pastrana's big opportunity wasn't it it's an event he's won uh feels comfortable with enjoys the roads um and he crashed uh and that has opened the door for for ken i, I mean fairness ken kicked the door open himself a little bit uh and the pressure on didn't he? yeah he did yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think ken yeah. was gonna win that anyway to, <laughs> with the way he was yeah. coming at him but i i agree it was and i'm sorry i've interrupted you know david we, we swapped ropes but i think uh <laughs> ken, that was very cheap wasn't it? i'll be getting a slap later on <laughs> ken, no, you won't. ken and, and brandon obviously for seven minutes this is quite a strange rally actually because right from the get-go he never really looked like he was going to challenge and to be fair he, he mm. was at an experience deficit here, because this is the event last year, he didn't even get to compete, because he had an accident in testing that, that ruled the car out, so he was having to sort of fight through a little bit of that, we know how well Ken and Travis know all these routes, Travis in particular, I think it's won it six times or seven times before, so as David said, this was his event, and he had to win to have any chance of the championship, mm. I think mathematically he still can win, but he's really going to need some bad luck for his two rivals, which he'd be the first one to say he doesn't want that to happen, particularly to his teammate, but yeah, to, for an indication, and I could be wrong here because I think all three of us will agree that mass isn't our strong point. But I did a little bit of number crunching <laughs> last night. And as far as I can make out at the minute, there's four points between Semenuk and, and Block. Semenuk's ahead, but with six best scores from nine, they each have three wins in two second places each. It's that close. So the next two rallies are going to be massive. It's essentially going to be a winner takes all showdown, which is as you said, David, fantastic for American oh, rally because it's, mm. and what's great, yeah. it's like the chalk and cheese of, of style and approach to the two drivers and their cars and oh, everything. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's really bubbling up fantastically. It really I, is. It's, it, it, it's great to see because, you know, we have seen one driver dominating the, the ARA for years, haven't we? Seven or eight years, nine years. How many times did Higgins ten years. win the championship? 10 years that he dominated. So to have, to have this close battle and it looks like it's going right down to the wire is fantastic to watch. I'd have to say big, big points I took from the weekend and obviously I wasn't able to watch as closely as I wanted because I was in Ypres. But, you know, great performance from Ken Block. You know, he seems to have really, him and the team, the, the, the C2 Competizione, isn't it, they run it? Is that right, David? It's literally a number <laughs> and a letter. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they, they seem to have got that high and they're working very well. The other yeah. thing I'm going to take away from it was I, I absolutely <laughs> love Travis Pastrana's onboards. I have never, never yeah. watched onboards where a driver 
chatters so much and d- does his own commentary so much. Ah, it's it brilliant. Is, it is, it is entertaining and it would be good to speak to him at some point and find out, you know, what it, what's it about? Where does it come from? <laughs> but I, I I genuinely think that comes from when, you, when you're when competing on your own because, you yeah. know, I, 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 without going back to, to mountain bike and again, Cole, but, you know, when you have these moments and, and we've been there or you, you do, you yeah. say to yourself, oh, my Ooh. God, yeah, you know, exactly. and, and that, he just doesn't stop it. But we're, yeah. you know, we're huge fans of the Gel Semino family. We work yeah. obviously very close <laughs> with them with their Osrelli Pro programs at, at Dirtfish. Uh, but Re is just, you know, oh. she must just have a whale of a time. You no, know, it's not it's... just that, David. So th- th- there's one fantastic section where we're Ree's reading the notes and it's really <laughs> narrow in amongst the trees. It's a it's, conversation. It's, it's a 90 left. No, it's, it's not. So she's, she's, she's it's, it's, I can't remember exactly. You know, four left, slippery. And as she's coming towards it, again, repeats it. Four left, slippery. And then he pipes up. Yep, yep, yep. This one's really slippery. And she is as calm as you like. As calm as... <laughs> As you like, it, it, she she is a fantastically professional co driver. She's love, an Oz Rally that. pro. That's what she she's is. She's the Oz Rally <laughs> pro. The, the relationship it, between the two of them is fabulous. One other point, because um, we're coming towards the end, I want to make. You know, the the Ojibwe Rally has perhaps one of the most iconic stretches of road, mm-hmm. certainly in American rallying, maybe even in world rallying. That causeway across the middle of the lake, the S bends. Yeah, and we yeah. watch it every year, and we go, "Wow, that looks incredible!" Everyone knows the dangers there. This year, it was more—it was almost flooded that causeway, wasn't it? Yeah. And my—I can't remember the name of the driver, but my mate Steve Harrell, who was in the co-driver seat in their Subaru, they had a very, very scary moment where they actually aquaplaned on some water that was mm-hmm. on the causeway and ended up in the lake. And there are some fantastic photos. Thank goodness they were both okay. The, guy, the driver was again—it was one of those instinctive moments where a driver knows not to even attempt the corner. And we've seen it many times in rallying. You know, drivers elect to go straight off the edge because they know that you know going off on all four wheels is better than trying to get around the corner and rolling off. Yeah. So mm. you know, it looks as if the driver did actually say, we're not going to make it around this corner. We're not going to try and get around this corner because we could roll. We're going straight into the water. And thank goodness it landed on all, all four wheels and it wasn't completely submerged. But there are some great shots of, of Steve on top of the car, some great shots of them recovering that car. It was scary, but it was just something else that added to, to what was a fantastic, fantastic weekend. Yeah, it was, it was, it was ARA's own Titanic moment, wasn't it, I think? And it was. It was. It, it was, <laughs> it was quite, I mean, it's I a great know, shot. Yeah. Well, I, did, I didn't see Oik Tanak in his boxer shorts helping with the recovery <laughs> of the car. But I did, see, I did see the driver. I saw pictures of him in his boxer shorts, you know, um, helping the recovery team you know, tore this car out of the water. It was very entertaining, very entertaining. Boys, it's been a very that, entertaining chat this morning. David, you've got we, something else you I, want to I say. I have. We can't, we can't just leave it there and mention those two. We've got to mention Texas Dave in third yes. place. Great, great well, job for him. But also, you know, for me, one of the one of the real achievements uh, of Ojibwe was, was Seamus Burke and Martin Brady. Yes. Uh, yes. Both absolutely top, top Irishmen, the pair of them. Yeah. Uh, and rebuilt their Mark II, their incredible Mark II Escort uh, in next to no time, came back, finished fourth, uh, and obviously won two-wheel drive from, from Michael Hooper in, in his Lexus, and also top six for Lucy Miller and our very own Michelle Miller, the best uh, dirtfish instructor in the world, apart from the other ones, who are also <laughs> the best, obviously. But great job, Michelle uh, and Lucy. Yeah. And we are, we, we're, Michelle is going to make her writing debut on the the website this week 
uh, with a column all about sitting alongside Lucy Block. Uh, Lucy, of course, is well. I, Lucy is Ken's is Ken's husband. Uh, Ken and Lucy are the father of Leah Block. These this incredible the American rallying dynasty. I said dynasty the other day, and my wife dynasty. picked me up on it. Well, dynasty apparently, but I think dynasty. perhaps I've been in Seattle too long. Uh, it's <laughs> it, 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 dynasty dynasty. It's it's amazing, and to have two blocks in the top six without Leah starting the event, you know, it could have been three blocks in the top six uh, if she'd yeah. been there, but. Great job from everybody. Block and building going on. Oh, nice. nice. Can, I, can I just correct as well, building David? Blocks. Say building blocks of the ARA presented by Darkfish. <laughs> nice. Finally got that bit uh, right. Guys, go, David, go, by Luke. the way, by the way. No, 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 shush. Luke was about to say something. I was, I was just going no, 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 no. to dig David out quick, and say that quick, Lucy quick. isn't Ken's husband. She's Ken's wife, but that's fine. Right. <laughs> I didn't. What I was trying to be conscious of there was saying that it's not all about Ken, it's about Lucy. You are Sorry. quite right, David. And that was very remiss of me. Apologies, Lucy. You to, uh, yeah, quite right. Yeah. But listen, you talk, about, you talk about Michelle Miller being one of our uh, fantastic, one of our many fantastic instructors at Dirtfish. Another one of our fantastic instructors at Dirtfish, Nate. Dennis. What a, wonder, what a wonderful guy he is. Uh, yeah, he's now, a mega, mega, mega rally fan. Mega who bike. else is a fantastic rally guy? Uh, who we're missing hmm. this morning. Ooh, would that be George? That would be George Donaldson. What happens when you put Nate and George together? <laughs> oh my goodness me! You run out of time. You <laughs> do run out of time. So what C have we done? Cyberspace is not them? big enough for this podcast. That's it's coming. not. It is not. So we recognise that, and we have given Nate and George their very own podcast. So look forward to that later this week. Nate and George discussing in more detail the technical aspects of the Eat Pro Rally. I am very much looking forward to that because I love. 100%. I love listening to Nate. And I love listening to George's really fantastic in-depth analysis. So look out for that one later on this week. That is going to become a regular feature. Nate and George discuss. I don't know. What, have you got a title for it, David? Have you got a snap? <laughs> no. Well, we'll think no. of one. We'll think of one. We'll, we'll, we'll think we'll of get one. one done, yeah. But it is, as you say, Fabulous. Colin, it's, it's exciting. These two, there's nothing they don't know about anything to do with rallying, so it should be fantastic. Absolutely. It will Absolutely. no 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 no. Not it should be. Will it be. will be fantastic. Look, it will be. And, Boys, and I, as as well, Michelle Miller's column as well. Don't forget to look out for that on Dirtfish.com and right all of our you. social channels. At well, plenty Dirtfish coming. Rally plenty of coming. Yeah, and don't forget to keep Twitter an eye on YouTube and, for these these yeah. wonderful videos that we're going to be bringing during the course of the mm. week as well. Particularly that. And, and subscribe to everything. Subscribe Are you to finished everything. Yet, David Evans. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I am now. Sorry, carry on. Good. As you were. Boys, I think it's been it's been a wonderful chat. I have very much enjoyed talking to both of you this morning. It's been great. Yeah, thank you very much. It's, Silence. It's Tumbleweed. Yeah, we've tolerated you, Colt. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. Well, me. listen, I don't care whether you've tolerated me, David. Hopefully our no, it's listeners been great. have tolerated It's been you. fabulous, it's, as ever. Thank you very much. It has been. It has been. And as David said, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you use to consume your weekly intake of podcasts it has been spin the royal Ooh, what has it been david <laughs> not difficult that's what it's been it's, it's been contagious. the same for it's same contagious. for two years Cole. Spin, spin the rally, the rally pod. pod folks thank you very much for listening <laughs> bye bye bye